This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to an edition of the Known and Ever podcast, and this is a special summer edition. It is da, 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 the big Known and Ever summer quiz, or the Known and Ever big summer quiz, however you want to pronounce it. Um, we are back to fill your summer holidays with a little bit of trivia, some background information for your holidays, and something to keep you occupied while the clarets are in pre-pre-season training. I am joined by, who else? Resident statistician, Dave Roberts. Dave, good evening. Welcome to the Big Summer Quiz. Yeah, it's good to be back. We've had the Pope Master Quiz a couple of years ago, and then we had a a Big Summer Quiz last summer, so we're doing a similar one this year. Hopefully it'll be entertaining for our listeners. Indeed. Now, I'm going to pause right here. Um, This isn't going to be um, a visual stimulation for our podcast listeners, for those of you who are watching this on our YouTube channel, and we do encourage you all to do so, um, will notice that Dave has come in costume this episode. Dave, explain yourself. Why are you hiding behind dark sunglasses? Well, are you going to Grealish? Summer. It's the big summer quiz, so I thought I'd wear my sunglasses just to prove it was summer. Okay, that's not true, is it, really? You are going to have to explain to your listeners why you do have, in fact... You haven't been on the lash with with Jack Grealish and his treble winning. You have actually got a legitimate reason. What is that reason? No, I've gone. I've gone nine rounds with uh, Mike Tyson. I've got a. I've got a black eye. So uh, yeah, I'm protecting my my eyes. It's quite uh, difficult with the uh, with the black eye and uh, and seeing. So it's a lot easier with the glass on. Plus the uh, uh, the viewers don't have to uh, see my shiner either. Very true. And, and in fact, listeners, I have said I have seen said shiner, and it is pretty spectacular. Um, poor Dave hasn't been looking after himself. He's been in the wars. Um, so do send him your get well soon messages, please, because you know it's our Dave, and we do look after him. He's very important to us, so we do want him to look after himself. So there you go, YouTube listeners. That's why Dave has got sunglasses on. So let's move on, Dave. Why don't you introduce what you have in store for our quizzes, please? What are the rules? 
Right. Well, it's fairly simple, hopefully. Um, like with last year's, um, people are, are, are able to go away. Uh, we're going to give them a, a, a few weeks to, to get the answers. And uh, search engines are allowed. So Google, Bing, whatever other uh, search engine you use, you are allowed to use it. Go out there and use your sources. Use your Burnley FC books, if you like. I think there'll be some questions that people will know the answer to and some they'll have to do some digging and a few that are really obscure. So that will make it uh, a real challenge for people. But hopefully it'll be a bit of fun. Uh, we've got four categories, got 20 questions. Uh, all questions relate to the Burnley FC men's first team. Um, the only competitive matches are included, so no uh, friendlies. And in terms of what we're asking for each question, there are 20 of them, we want to know four items of information. We want a year, we want a month, we want an opposition team, and we want a home or away. So where was the match played? Um, and in terms of the 20 questions, there are no quarter or half points. If you got the year and month, got the opposition or one of the other ones wrong, you don't get the point. You have to get all four of the items Ooh. together. Dave's rules are back, listeners. He's being strict. Now, Dave, this isn't, even though we are allowing our listeners to use Google or any other resources that they deem necessary to complete the quiz, this is not a team event, is it? It's an individual event. So what are your restrictions on that? Uh, yeah, just keep it to yourself, basically. We don't, We, I mean, obviously share share the, uh, the episode and get other people interested in it. We don't really want uh, discussions out there. It's, no. it's, it's you to go out get the answers yourself and you'll uh, you'll feel better for doing that. And hopefully we'll get an individual winner or winners, see who, who gets the most points. And uh, if anyone is a, if a tie at the end, anyone gets all 20 or there's a tie, they might have to have a second uh, think about a tiebreaker question. Definitely. Can I set the tiebreaker, Dave? If you like. Yes, let's do that. Let's get a tie going. I will set a tiebreaker if that's going to happen and we'll see what we can do there. Um, so as Dave said, we do have um, 20 questions which we're going to give to you and they are set in four different categories. The first is firsts. The second is records. The third is quirky. And the final one is lasts. And as we said before, in each of these sections, Dave is going to give you five questions and we are looking for Four pieces of information. Dave, what are those four pieces of information? We need a date. A year and month. So there's yep. two. The opposition and home or away. Year, month, opposition and whether the game was home or away. Senior males team, competitive leagues only, friendlies do not count. And that is all you need to know. Dave, how are they going to submit their answers? Uh, well, just to make it easier for us to collate them, really, it'll be by email only. So we've got a, a dedicated email address for the um, the preview show. We've got preview show at nonenever.net. Uh, so if people can send their 20 uh, responses uh, to the 20 questions to us via email, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll collate those and, and get a winner at the end of it. Yeah. I think as well as email, I think we will accept Facebook Messenger as well, um, just because that's that's same format if you've gone written down on a on a on a what's it called on a, a word document or a, a notepad and you can easily copy and paste them into messenger um we will see those because they come direct into our inbox so i think i'm going to say messenger as well dave because that's that's a good enough format some people don't use email so let's do that okay 
without further ado, Dave, do we officially open the Known and Ever Big Summer Quiz? We need a big ribbon, don't we? We do. We need a big ribbon. Let's go, listeners. So get yourselves ready. Get a pen and pencil ready, um, and you are going to write this down. If you are listening to this on YouTube, by the way, um, we are going to be putting... Um, what they called um, scripts Caption. out, yeah, captions on the YouTube channel. I am so technologically savvy, it's not even funny. We're going to be putting the questions up on there, so you can pause the video rather than writing them down. So if you want to head over to our YouTube channel and do like, subscribe, and share as well, that would be really helpful. It helps us build our yeah, YouTube channel. But that is an easy way to get these without writing them down. Let's start then with the very first section on the Known and Never Summer Quiz, and that is firsts. Now, to kick us off with this, we have asked Known and Never team to share with us some of their firsts. And the first up is, there should be firsts in the sentence, Dave, and I understand that that is entirely my fault, but there's a lot of firsts in this firsts. Um, the first section, all about firsts, we asked our regular panellist, um, Richard Steele, to give us a story about firsts for him. So, good evening, Clavitz Flans. I hope we are well. Uh, so, my first is my first away game. Uh, so, it was the 2000-2001 season. So, the season Burnley got back promoted to the first division or the championship as it's known now. And I was around seven at the time. So, you're starting to get that understanding and enjoyment of football. Like I said, Burnley versus Bradford, or Bradford versus Burnley, should I say, at Valley Parade was my first away game and that was the game that I really felt I fell in love with football just even going to the stadium the atmosphere obviously it's very different on an, on an away day there's a you know the atmosphere is a lot more electric obviously the singing the chanting even it's almost like the smell of the away end if, if people can resonate with that um, and Burnley had a fantastic 3-2 uh, uh, victory which was absolutely amazing and the atmosphere on the day was fantastic and I think at that time Burnley you know were really doing well in the league right at the right at the top of the league and the game was a real uh, ding-dong affair was really back and forward so Burnley went 1-0 up um, with Glenn Little then he went one all then 2-1 to Burnley Glenn Little scored again he's got a really good goal and then he went 2-all and I think from there Glenn Little really became my favourite player uh, you know, growing up, still, you know, still a real hero of, of mine. And then Burnley scored a real late, late winner. Um, and the away end went absolutely crazy, you know. And to win 3-2, uh, you know, was fantastic. And it just obviously, like, really gripped me and, you know, and kind of started my lifelong obsession being a Burnley fan. Um, I'm not going to tell you um, who the winner was. That's maybe something that you can look up yourselves. Uh, for, you know, and maybe anybody else who, who was there and has got memories of that day. And then I think all of us... Are, have that time where they can, you know, they can remember something that really hooked them on on Burnley, and that was it. You know, a win away at Valley Parade, really good football club, proper proper stadium. Uh, you know, to go there, and yeah, you know, been to many many away games since. But yeah, that'll still always be a personal favourite of mine. So, cheers, Clavitz. Okay, Dave, over to you. Do you want to start us off, please, with questions one through to five? Yeah, starting off with question one, we want to know the first time Burnley played a match in the League Cup competition. So once again, to remind you, we're after the year, the month, the opposition, 
and whether the match was home or away. So number one, the first time Burnley played a match in the League Cup competition. Excellent. Question number two. Uh, question number two, another first for Burnley Football Club. We want to know Burnley's first ever match in Division 3. Question number three, please. Yeah, question three is the first occasion Burnley FC provided live internet commentary for a match, which might be slightly trickier than the first two, I think. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, question number four, please, Dave. Uh, question four was the date of the uh, official launch of the Clarets Trust. We want to know the year and the month that was and which team uh, was the opposition and whether the match was at home or away. For the Clarets Trust? Was that oh, was that launch of the game? Ah. It, it, it was launched on the uh, on a match day, yes. Ah, excellent. Okay, just wanted to clarify that. And finally, for this this section, then please, Dave. Question number five. Okay, question number five. We want to know when was Vincent Company's first match at Turf Moor? Excellent. Again, we'll have the, the same four bits of information. Brilliant. So let's have a very quick recap of those. Your first five questions in the first category, which is firsts. Number one, the first time Burnley played a match in the League Cup competition. Number two, Burnley's first ever match in Division 3. Number three, the first occasion Burnley FC provided live internet commentary for a match. Number four, the official launch of the Clarets Trust. And number five, Vincent Company's first match at Turf Moor. There's a few tricky ones in there, Dave. How are you thinking our listeners are going to fare with that one? Um, I think that the first two are going to be relatively easy to dig through and find. I think the other three mm. might be slightly more tricky. I agree. I agree. I'm going to be very, very useless at these. I haven't yet seen the, the answers, listeners. I can assure you of that. So I do, I might give myself a little bit of a go at this, but uh, see if I can come bottom of this table as well. Um, okay, let's move on because we are in section number two. And section number two is all about records. Again, to kick us off for this section, we asked our regular panellists to give us a little anecdote about some records for them. And in the chair now is Adam Dennett, who has got some very strange records connected to Hull City. Over to you, Adam. Hi, Adam here, and I've been asked to introduce the next section of the Summer Quiz, which is about records. And I'm going to tell you about my frankly awful record away in away games at Hull City. Started with a trip over um, in April 2006, uh, driving a few of my friends and been told that park and ride was the best option. Um, but on the way over, spotted the stadium and thought, ah, oh, we can park right next to it, that's great. Started walking towards it, only to realise it was a waste disposal centre. Um, it's a good job we were early, so we did manage to get over to the park and ride and down to the ground and saw an enthralling nil-nil draw, Steve Cottrell special. Uh, following that, uh, was two 2-0 two defeats in December 2006 and March 2008. Uh, both miserable trips over there. Um, so three trips, zero goals and uh, two defeats. Um, next time we went there was in April 2009 um, and I'd been to 11 away games that season that were in the Premier League. Um, not seen a win all season 
I was on holiday for the whole game, which turned out to be a 4-1 victory and our only away win of that season as we were both relegated. Um, I was obviously really happy that we'd managed to win, um, but gutted to have missed out. So back in the Championship in November 2010, um, and I got tickets thinking, yeah, this has got to be, this is the one. Um, only for me to get absolutely clattered at five-a-side two days before, did all my knee ligaments and I were unable to go to the game. Um, sat there watching Jeff and the boys on Soccer Saturday, we're 2-0 down with 20 minutes to go and I'm thinking, well, thank God I'm not at Hull again. Only for us to win, turn it around and win 3-2 with a last-minute J-Rod goal. Again, I was happy, but also gutted to have missed it. Our next trip to the KC was in March 2011. Um, and I again decided to go and again was driving. Um, got there, I was in charge of the tickets, uh, put them in the safe haven of the glove box, um, only to realise that they were still in the glove box on the park and ride journey down to the ground. So we managed, to, we I had to rush back, leave my friends at the ground, and then get a taxi back down because there were no um, no more buses left. Missed the first five minutes, walked up onto the concourse just as all the Clarence fans were celebrating an early Nathan Delfonso goal. I'm thinking, yep, we're on our way to a big victory, it'll be fine. The next 85 minutes were boring as sin and we did win 1-0. Some would say that's the curse over, but it didn't really feel like it. Um, next up, back in the Premier League, um, another late season visit, May 2015. And finally, I saw us win there. And I saw a score, we won 1-0, Danny Ings, only for Sunderland to win the same day away at Everton and relegated, relegators. So, yeah, another tarnished, miserable trip to the KC. But there is a happy ending to this story, and no curse is too strong for the legend Vincent Company. I was there earlier this year to watch Teller smashing a hat-trick in a comfortable 3-1 win. Uh, so I hope you guys fare better than I do at the end of the M62 in this next round and enjoy your summers. Up the clarets. Okay, Dave. Here we go. Second section, questions number six through to ten. Kick us off with number six, please. Yeah, starting off with question six. Uh, we want to know uh, when was the occasion when the most goals were scored by one Burnley player in a single match. Okay. Question number seven. Uh, number seven is, uh, when was the club record established for the most league wins in a top flight season? Once again, we're after the year, month, opposition, and whether the match was at home or away. Okay. Question number eight. Uh, number eight is, Burnley's longest ever run of 18... League matches without a win came to an end. So we're not after the date of the 18th match. It's when it came yeah, to... So it'll be the 19th match. It'll be the match after that, yes. Excellent. Question number nine, please. Uh, question number nine is uh, the highest recorded attendance for a Burnley match during a regular league season. So there may have been higher attendances for... Uh, cup games and playoff games and, and other competitions. We are after the highest recorded attendance for a Burnley match. Again, it could be at Turf Moor, it could be away from Turf Moor. 
uh, as we want to know what it was uh, during a regular league season. Excellent. And finally, question number 10 for this section, please. What is this question? Yeah, question 10 was, when was Burnley's 5,000th league match? 5,000. So that brings to um, an end our second section. Let's have a very quick recap then. We asked you for our records, please. Question number six, the most goals scored by one Burnley player in a single match. Number seven, the club record is established for the most league wins in a top flight season. Number eight, Burnley's longest ever run of 18 league matches without a win came to an end when? Number nine, the highest recorded attendance for a Burnley match during a regular league season. And number 10, Burnley's 5,000th league match. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Section number three, then, is moving into a slightly different territory. This is our quirky section. And to kick us off in this one, well, who else could we ask? But our very own cheeky little chappy, uh, George Poole. Of course, George had a quirky story, and it was something to do with a very well-known Burnley fan at a European adventure. George, what was your quirky story? Hello, Burnley fans. Uh, George Poole here. I'm looking forward to wow speaking to you all as part of the Non and Ever podcast again. For another season, I think this will make it my maybe third or fourth full season uh, as part of the panel with No Day Never Podcast, so delighted to be back. Um, you've not managed to get rid of me just yet. Uh, I'm here to tell a sort of quirky story uh, from when I went to Istanbul uh, part, as part of the European Tour in 2018. So prior to this, I'd, I'd never travelled uh, abroad on my own before. You know, I was 17, not travelled abroad alone. This was, of course, the time to do it. Unfortunately, my dad couldn't get the time off work, so it was a, right, time to do it on my own. So I'm sat there at the Aberdeen game, and I'm thinking, how on earth am I going to afford this? Because I worked at KFC at the time, and that was, you know, I was a student, part-time job at KFC. How am I going to afford this? So I decided, right, it's time to book the flights before we get through. Because we knew we were playing Istanbul, but we just didn't know if we were getting through, obviously, whether we were going to beat Aberdeen, so... I'd been to Aberdeen with my dad, brilliant time up there, obviously, as everyone knows who went to Aberdeen. And then we had them at home in the second leg. Now, just before kickoff, I went on, I think it's called Sky Scanner, the app, and I booked my tickets, booked my flights to Istanbul. I thought, 
let's just do it. Worst comes to worst, we get knocked out and I've got, what, 24 hours on my own in Istanbul. So I booked my flights and, and had my fingers heavily crossed all night. And uh, thanks to some magic from, I think it was Jack Cork at the time, who got us through in extra time. We beat Aberdeen and got got through. So there I am. I'm delighted. I'm ecstatic. My dad's absolutely terrified because I'm going to Istanbul on my own. But I, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing for it. The time comes the following week. I'm off to Istanbul. I've not really thought through how I'm going to get from the airport to the ground. And little information had come out from the club at this point as to how it was all going to happen. So I get my flight. I get my flight from Manchester. I go to Istanbul and I arrive and I think, right, by this point, I know there's a meetup point in town uh, where we're all going to get buses essentially from there to the ground. And I'm thinking, how do I get from it from the airport to the ground? And I'm sort of wandering around this airport, obviously in my Burnley shirt, and I'm absolutely knackered at this point. It's, it's draining, isn't it, flying? I think it was an overnight one. Anyway, it's Thursday morning. I'm thinking, how do I get to the ground? I see a sign for the Metro and I head for it. But as I'm heading for it, these other Burnley fans approach me. They were very much in Clarkton Blue. And instantly I recognise one of them. Our dear departed Rocky Mills. What a legend. But it was Rocky there. He, oh, I've lost my voice from, from uh, a pub crawl, but he, uh, I used to be able to do it a lot better. But Rocky was there standing in front of me. I'm thinking, wow, what a legend. Guys, how are you getting to the, to the city centre? Now, they're none the wiser. So I say, right, folks, come with me. And that is how I came to be in Istanbul on my own for the first time ever travelling abroad, guiding Rocky and his friends and family across the city on the metro. I had no idea where I was going. I couldn't speak, speak any of the lingo. I was like Del Boy abroad, just sort of conning my way. But we, anyway, we managed it. I think it was a two changes. We've somehow managed to go across this entire city and it was like an hour's journey to get to the city centre uh, to where we were meeting all the, uh, the coaches and the Burnley fans. But thank the Lord, I managed to make it. Rocky got there with his friends and family and we all had an incredible afternoon and evening in Istanbul. So... Yeah, it's just one of them funny stories from the European tour that I'll never forget. And uh, rest in peace, Rocky. What a legend. That was the, my first time properly meeting him. Uh, and yeah, what a story to tell. Memories to last a lifetime. And you never know, hopefully we'll be back back in Europe sometime soon. I'm quite optimistic for the season ahead. Up the clarets. And that brings us nicely on to our quirky section then, please, Dave. Do you want to start questions 11 through to 15, please? What was question 11? Uh, well, just before I do that, um, I Ooh. think anyone who's been a regular listener will perhaps have more of an advantage with this because I think most, if not all of these, are ones we have mentioned, certainly in preview shows over ah, the last couple of weeks. It might be a, an advantage for week. regular listeners. But that's not to say that anyone else can't go away and... Uh, and Google the answers. Go away so and listen with... to other episodes. That, that, that's a good thing to do. Let's, let's do that. I do uh, <laughs> Definitely. Question number 11, please, Dave. Okay, question 11 is, uh, John Spicer has to take over in goal when Brian Jensen is sent off and there is no sub-keeper. Now, again, we're wanting the game, we're wanting the month, the year, the game, and whether it was away or home, correct? Uh, year, month, opposition, and home and away are the four items, yes. Correct. Question number 12, please. Uh, number 12 is kickoff was delayed for almost an hour due to a pre-match mishap with a wayward parachutist. <laughs> I remember these games so well. Question number 13, please. Uh, 13 is the only time Graham Alexander missed a penalty for Burnley. Number 14. 
uh, 14 is Bertie B was sent off for miming that the assistant referee needed to wear spectacles. <laughs> and number 15, please, a final question in this section. Uh, 15 was um, a, a, a well-remembered event. Uh, the No Near Never podcast hosted a special live post-match episode on match day. But what Indeed. match day was it? What was the year? What was the month? Who were the opposition and was it at home or away? That was the first time we ever met Dave. It may well have been, actually. It was. Yeah, we'd spoken a few times, but we actually met on that day because um, I banned you from doing the quiz at the end because you were... You and, I thought uh, me and Phil, Phil Bird yeah. did, the, did the quiz. Yeah, they were. There was a little bit of a trivia at the end of it and we banned you from answering because it was an unfair advantage. Yeah, it was the very first time we met. I remember it very well. Um, excellent. Um, so let's have a very quick recap then. This is our quirky section, questions 11 through to 15. Number 11, John Spice has taken over in goal when Brian Jensen is sent off and there is no subkeeper. Number 12, kickoffs delayed for almost an hour due to a pre-match mishap with a wayward parachutist. 13, the only time Greza missed a penalty for Burnley. 14, Bertie B sent off for miming that the assistant referee needed to wear spectacles. And 15, when did we have a special live post-match episode on a match day. Brings us nicely on to our fourth and final round, and this is all about lasts. To kick us off with this section, we're handing over to panellist Tom Whitaker, who wants to talk to us about some lasts which might or may not be connected to our East Lanks rivals. Over to you, Tom. Hello, uh, uh, no, 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 listeners. It's Tom. Um, you're on to the last round of the summer quiz, and as such, I'm here to to speak to you a little bit about lasts. So, apart from hopefully last season being our, our last in the EFL for a while, there's not too much that to talk about in terms of lasts. Uh, we're looking forward. We've got hopefully a, a bright future and an exciting season ahead. So, the lasts that I really wanted to focus on are, are related to uh, a team that was left behind in the EFL. So it was the last game uh, that we won before we secured the title at Ewood Park. You'll remember it very well, uh, Manuel Benson. Certainly not his last uh, cut inside from the right hand and, and curl it into the top corner. Uh, but it did get me thinking about some other last related to Blackburn Rovers. So, uh, as you'll know, they failed to score against us in that game. And uh, if you look back at the record, it's actually the, the last time they actually managed a goal against us even was in the, the classic game in 2014 when we broke that long uh, winless run. Jordan Rhodes gave him a lead um, in that one. Uh, but since then, uh, we've the, the five subsequent games we beat them in, we've, we've won them all to nil. So that was the last time they actually managed a goal against us. So nearly 10 years ago. Uh, we're going slightly further back even for the last point against us, which is the same season. That was a one-all draw. Um you remember they, they uh, got a red card late on in that game and celebrated it like they'd won the World Cup. Uh, so that was the last point, and uh, in a few months' time, that'll be 10 years since they even got a point against us. Pretty incredible record. And we're going even further back for the last three points Blackburn got against us. So the the last time we met in the top flight was in 2010. Uh, if we were going to be diplomatic, we'd describe it as a contentious penalty. But since we're on a Burnley podcast, we'll just say he dived. Uh, Martin Nelson dived. The the ragged one they're winning against this uh, undeserved, um, and yeah, that's the last time they beat us. So those records are not likely to be broken this season because, of course, uh, we've played them for the last time for a little while. 
hopefully that continues uh, for many moons to come. We're already um, we're, we're already a long way uh, since the last beat is a long time since we uh, since we were the junior partner, let's say, in our rivalry, and let's hope that lasts for a very long time. Of the Clarets. Okay, Dave. Final time then. Questions sixteen through to twenty, all about lasts. Question sixteen, please. Okay, question 16 uh, is Harry Potts' last match as Burnley manager. Number 17. Mm, number 17. Uh, seven, 17 is the last time Burnley led a match by six clear goals at half-time. Ooh, that's a stinker. Uh, number 18, please. Uh, number 18 is the last time two different Burnley players scored hat-tricks in the same match. Goodness me. Uh, number 19. Uh, number 19 is the last time a league match involving Burnley was abandoned. Number 20 then, please, our final question. And number 20 is the last time Burnley had to play a match behind closed doors due to the pandemic. That's some great questions. All about lasts, listeners. Let's have a very quick recap. We've got number 16, Harry Potts' last match as Burnley manager. 17, the last time Burnley led a match by six clear goals at half-time. Number 18, the last time two Burnley players scored a hat-trick in the same match. Number 19, the last time a league match involving Burnley was abandoned. And number 20, our final question of this year's big summer quiz, the last time Burnley had to play a match behind closed doors due to the pandemic. Dave, what an utterly brilliant, brilliant quiz. Let's remind our listeners, every single one of those 20 questions we are looking for a month, a year, who the opposition was and whether it was home or away. They have to get all four of those elements to get one point for the question. So we are looking at uh, basically your scoring out of 20. That's right. Excellent. And a reminder one more time, please, how are they submitting their answers? Uh, well, ideally, we want to get them through via email. So that's uh, preview show at uh, nonanever.net. Although we've also said that we'll accept uh, answers by Facebook Messenger because no one else will uh, will see those and they come through on our email. Correct. Yes. And finally, the most important thing, what is our deadline? When do they have to have their answers in by? Uh, I think we said the, is it Friday the 7th of July? So giving so uh, three weeks, isn't it, for, for people to Google the answers. So there's plenty of time to uh, to go away and do some research. Yeah, and I think a lot of people as well are going to be going on their summer holidays at the beginning of July, so it's quite a nice one to take away summer holidays. Um, Dave's probably going to disagree with me, but I don't have any problem if you're on a family summer holiday and you want to do it with your kids and your missus get involved. You know, do it as a family. That's fine. What we don't want is team events as in separately. This is getting very COVID rules, Dave. You can't mix with another household. I think you can. I think you can confer if families want to do it on the holidays. That's absolutely fine. But we don't want you sharing it on and teaming up with people um, in outside of your home. There you go. COVID rules apply. Um, Dave, thank you so very much. That is um, so appreciated. I know you've put a lot of work into the big summer quiz, and I know our listeners absolutely love it. Um, please get well soon, and please. Stop running into things that cause you a black eye. Um, hopefully we'll have you back again soon without sunglasses so we can see that brilliant smiley face again. Um, and we'll be back in probably the week starting the 10th of July. 
where we will be, of course, be revealing the answers to this quiz. So we will see you then. In the meantime, this has been the big summer quiz brought to you by the Known and Never podcast. I've been your host, Natalie Bromley. Until next time. The Known and Ever podcast is brought to you in association with the Talk Sport Fan Network. Natalie Bromley is the host and editor, and the show is produced by Matt Moss. Our resident statistician is Dave Roberts, and our FPL expert is Adam Dennett. The analysis show team is collectively Tom Whitaker, Richard Steele, George Poole, Charlotte Rigby, Adam Dennett, and Robbie Kopak. Our music is provided by George Gaskill, and our newsletter team is headed up by Jamie Smith. If you don't already, you can subscribe to our newsletter by visiting nonadnever.substack.com. Our thanks as ever go to our partners, TalkSport. We are, as ever, proud to be part of the TalkSport fan network. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.